0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, spring wheat futures continue to skyrocket this morning. AgriNews News is brought to you by the ReedMax Blue Chip Realty Ag team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca and McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at McDougallauction.com. The latest crop report says most grain fields in Saskatchewan are rated good to excellent. Provincial Crops Analyst Shannon Friesen says cool and dry conditions have had some impact on crops.
1: majority of crops are in good to excellent condition. Of course, it all depends where you are in the province. Areas in more northern parts that have received a little bit more rain are seeing a lot more crops being actually in good to excellent condition. As we move south, of course, some of those crops are a little bit poorer, but overall things are still looking pretty good.
0: What's the worst area for dryness?
1: The worst area is still in that south part, particularly the southeast and parts of the southwest. Most of it is more along the U.S. border, but we have heard of extreme dry conditions around Coronac, Radville, Shonavin, Maple Creek. Of course, they really haven't received much rain in the last couple of weeks either.
0: Yeah, how much rain did happen this past week?
1: Overall, rainfall this week ranged from very small amounts to about 57 millimeters in the Nipawin area. So Nipawin has been dealing with probably the most rainfall in the province this year, well over 350 millimeters. Um, in comparison, some areas in the south have only received about an inch or even two inches since April 1st.
0: What a stage of development is the crop at?
1: At the moment, 87% of the fall cereals, 62% of the spring cereals, 55% of oilseed crops, and 67% of the pulses are at... or are either at or are ahead of their normal stages of development for this time of year.
0: What's the topsoil moisture rating?
1: At the moment, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 6% surplus, 61% adequate, 28% short, and 5% very short. On hayland, it is 5% surplus, 53% adequate, 32% short, and 10% very short.
0: What were the main causes of crop damage this past week?
1: crop damage this past week was again due to strong winds uh, we had some localized flooding in some areas of the north we are also dealing with insects still such as cutworms alfalfa weevil and some of the alfalfa stands and of course we did have reports of frost in some southern areas over the weekend uh, particularly in the coronac region valmarie as well as around gravelburg
0: and any damage there
1: There certainly was. For the most part, producers are still assessing the damage. Frosts this late in the season are not typical, so for the most part, we're just waiting to see what happens. But we have heard reports of some of the pulse crops actually regrowing, so hopefully they uh, continue to pull through.
0: I understand there was some gopher damage as well. Where?
1: There was, yes. uh, We've heard about gopher damage right across the province, uh, but in particular around Lumsden as well as around the Odessa area. And of course, around Musha as well. So there have been some reports of damage to some of the crops, in particular, some of the canola.:
0: Paying is underway. How's the progress?
1: It is coming along. 4% of the hay crop is now cut and 2% has been baled or put into silage. The southwest is the furthest advance as they have 11% cut. Overall, uh, quality is not as we would have hoped. So only 6% is excellent, 50% is good, 34% is rated as fair and 10% is poor. Most of that quality issue, of course, comes down to lack of moisture in much of the southern area of the province.
0: And how do yields look?
1: The Yields, for the most part, are less than what we expected. In some cases, we We've heard that yields are maybe a quarter, a third, or even half of what they would typically expect.
0: Power is still reporting farm equipment coming in contact with power lines.
1: That's right. Uh, so so far in 2017, there have been 168 incidences of farm machinery actually hitting power lines or power poles. 29 of those have been in June alone. So we do still continue to encourage producers to make sure that you're paying attention to where those are in the fields and in the yard. And of course, working with SAS Power to help move any lines or anything else could be of benefit to you.
0: Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Minneapolis wheat futures have been skyrocketing again today. September, Minneapolis wheat gained almost 40 cents a bushel. This is actually July Minneapolis wheat. It gained almost 40 cents a bushel this morning to reach $7.44.5 a bushel. Neil Townsend is Senior Market Analyst for FarmLink Marketing Solutions. He says ongoing dry weather in the northern U.S. spring wheat growing area is pushing markets ever upward.
1: For wheat, I mean, it's hard for it to recover. It's not quite as uh, resilient as some other crops in terms of, you know, it sets its yield fairly early. And uh, the yield has been trying to be set in a period of time where you know, they just have had no moisture, very poor topsoil moisture, very poor uh, subsoil moisture, and uh, things have been getting worse. There's been rain in the forecast. They just keep missing that, and uh, now I think a lot of the models are saying, uh, you know, the next rain is 10 to 14 days out, so people are extrapolating from that, and, uh, you know, just just, uh, kind of, you know, kicking the price into higher gear here.
0: Townsend says factors which may limit the price movement are the relatively good outlook for the Canadian wheat crop and the Russian crop also looks good. But he points out dry weather in Western Australia is also a concern for markets. Back in a moment this portion of saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by daigleman industries look to daigleman for the most reliable dependable engineered tough equipment on the market and brought to you by marcus in new holland east of at emerald park visit marcuson dot com canadian farmers reported seeding record areas of canola and soybeans in 2017 with the canola area exceeding wheat for the first time ever these are new numbers out today from stats can canadian farmers reported seeding a record high twenty two point eight million acres of canola this year up twelve percent from the twenty point four million last year the overall increase in canola was the result of record highs in saskatchewan and alberta farmers in saskatchewan planted twelve point six million acres of canola up 13.6%. This is higher than the area sown to wheat nationally in 2017, down 3.7% to 22.4 million acres. The decrease was the result of a 15.9% drop in area seeded to Durham, which fell to 5.2 million acres. Conversely, the area seeded to spring wheat rose 2.5% to 15.8 million acres provincially saskatchewan farmers reported the area ceded to all varieties of wheat decreased for a fourth consecutive year falling seven per cent to eleven point three million acres this year the overall decline was the result of a decrease in durham which fell eighteen per cent Meanwhile, soybeans rose to a record high 7.3 million acres nationally this year, up 33% from last year. The four largest soybean-producing provinces, which include Saskatchewan, all reached record high levels for seeded soybean acres this year. Saskatchewan farmers seeded 850,000 acres to soybeans. That's a 254% jump nationally the total area ceded to barley fell 9.7 percent to 5.8 million acres in saskatchewan farmers planted 20 percent more barley at 1.7 million acres finally the total area ceded to lentils decreased 24.8 percent from last year and last year was a record high it's 4.4 million acres the decline was mainly attributable to saskatchewan's lentil area which accounts for close to 90 percent of the total acreage in this country which fell 25 percent to 3.9 million acres richardson international is expanding its oat milling business around the world richardson international director of corporate communications tracy shelton says richardson has bought european oat millers which is europe's second largest oat miller and located in the uk she says it complements richardson's oat milling business which is the largest oat miller in north america shelton says richardson looks forward to building a presence in europe to enhance its ability to compete in the global marketplace.
2: We're very excited to build on our success in value-added processing. So we are well-established in North America as a, a large, um, um, leading oat miller. Now we're we're going further afield and establishing a presence in, in the European market. So we've acquired a company in Bedford, England, European Oat Millers, and this will give us a presence in the European market and, and enable us to, to um, better service our customers
0: in the global market. Shelton says European oat millers produce a wide range of oat products sold throughout the UK with exports to continental Europe, Africa, the Middle East and Asia. Richardson first entered the oat milling business four years ago.
2: We acquired uh, three mills in uh, Canada and one in the U.S. in 2013, and we've um, we've we've been quite successful in building that business. We are North America's largest oat miller, and now we're able to extend uh, further afield and 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 become more of a global global um, player in, in the market. Oats is a very healthy product and we're we're certainly in a unique position in that we can source oats right from the grower right from the farmer's field Process them and then sell them to world markets. Um, certainly, oats are very, very healthy. The, uh, consumers and food manufacturers alike are are demanding oats, and and the market has been quite good. It's certainly also a very um, a very natural extension for us. We've been very successful in the value-added processing side with canola. We take canola, turn it into bulk oil, um, process, um, we make oils, margarine, shortenings, and. We've had the same success with oats, so very successful on the canola side. Now oats is another commodity where we can do the same type of thing, and uh, we've certainly made a conscious effort to grow our food manufacturing business and become a leading ingredient supplier.
0: Shelton's is Richardson's oat processing plants in Canada are located in Martinsville, Saskatchewan, Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, and Barhead, Alberta. Shelton says Richardson's processes oats for both the domestic and export markets. We
2: process oats that that are grown here on the prairies, but we also um, send them to companies around the world. Um, Our oats are used as food ingredients in products like Cereals, granola bars, oatmeal, um, lots of interest there. And and it's everything from the raw oats to oat bran, oat flour, oat flakes, groats, etc. A wide range of products.
0: Tracy Shelton is Director of Corporate Communications for Richardson International Limited. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices were moving upward in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose three seventy at four fifty four thirty oats gained a dollar sixty eight at one seventy three zero four number one red spring wheat increased eight seventy four at three zero six zero two The rest were unchanged durham two seventy four fifty six feed barley one twenty seven zero three flax four fourteen twenty five yellow peas two hundred ninety four dollars feed wheat one forty one ninety nine on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up thirty-nine and three-quarter cents a bushel at seven forty-four and a half cents a bushel. Back in a moment. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Wayburn livestock auctions. Call 642 six four two fifty three fifty eight or Wayburn eight four two forty five seventy four.
2: Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the Market Report for the week of June 21st. Weyburn did not have a sale this week. It was Assiniboia's turn. As your heiferets sold from $1.20 to $1.45 a pound. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.20. D3 cows sold from $0.85 to $1. Canner cows sold from $0.30 to $0.60. Slaughter bulls from $1.20 to $1.42 a pound. There was not enough yearlings in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. But what we did have at the sale sold well. For more market information, call me Brady Olson at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642 5358.
0: And the latest number we have from Hams Marketing Services, we have the SIG five price of for today of two zero nine twenty four. High life previous day is two twelve twenty two. TCP BP2 is 209.24 and Britco 206.30. The weekly prices for the week ending June the 24th: Sig 3 is 210.40, Sig 4 204.73, Sig 5 207.56. High Life is 205.86, Britco 200.62 dollars 62 Thunder Creek 195.20. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6 inch eaves Trough, specializing in 6 inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieavestrough.ca The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today mainly cloudy, 40% chance of showers early this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm. Then clearing wind becoming north 30 and a high of 19. A few clouds tonight the low 9. Tomorrow partly cloudy 40% chance of showers in the afternoon and wind west 20 the high 22. Chance of evening showers as well, the low 12. Saturday, sunny, the high 24, the low 12. Sunday, sunny, the high 25, the low 15. Monday, sunny, the high 31, the low 18. Tuesday, sunny, the high 32, the low 17. Wednesday, sunny, the high near 30. Normal high is 25 for this date. The normal low is 11. The sun rose at 4.50 this morning. It sets at 9.14 p.m. Around the province this hour, Estevan is 24. Saskatoon, 13. Swift Current, 11. Weyburn, 22. Yorkton is 17. In Regina, cloudy and 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest, 30 gusting to 41. Humidity is 70%. The barometer rising, 101.5. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 14 degrees. Winds are from the north-northwest at 28. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.